Welcome to Following the Way and our special Advent series, a daily meditation on Scripture to stir longing and expectation in us for the coming of Jesus. Today's reading is from Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. These words are probably some of the best known, if not the most recited, words from the Old Testament surrounding the coming of Jesus. Perhaps they run the risk of becoming so familiar that we forget how magnificent they are or how profound they are to have been written by a prophet hundreds of years before the one whom they speak of. These words connect from our reading a few days back earlier in Isaiah 9 that included the last part of Isaiah 8. And these words are an extension of that same promise. The great light that would dawn in the darkness was not some impersonal force, some cosmic shift. It was the coming of a child, a son. The promise in Isaiah 9 also looks back to the defeat of Midian through Gideon, one of the great interventions of God on behalf of his people, a victory from oppression that God's people would look back to again and again. And it is in this light that these words are meant to resound with such memory for us. God came to rescue us as in the day of Midian, from oppression, and to establish a new kingdom and new future far beyond what human comprehension, a future open to all people. And while coming as a child, this ruler would grow to have all authority and dominion placed on his shoulders. It is at this point that the scope of this promise widens with sheer wonder. The names listed here that we ascribe to Jesus aren't just literal names. They envelop his character. In Jewish understanding, these names express the very nature of his being. And it is precisely because of who Jesus is that his power and authority are an eternal reality. This promise is both past, present, and future for us. We ascribe these words to the coming of Jesus in the past as a fulfillment of prophecy, but they are also a present reality for us to rest in and cling to throughout our lives. This promise is active and effectual now, and certainly right now we need to embrace this truth amidst a hurting, broken, and lost world. Twice in these verses it speaks of the peace that Jesus would bring, peace that will be great and will never end, the peace that brings healing and a state of wholeness, peace that will be fully realized one day, but that we also are invited to seek and ask for now. Peace that the Apostle Paul says surpasses all understanding and forms a barrier around our hearts and minds. How much do you need this peace right now? But there's also the coming future where Jesus will return and establish his kingdom and all opposition and rebellion will come under his submission. Do you long for this coming kingdom? 
Do you ache with anticipation and expectation for the rule of Jesus? Does your heart cry out, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus? Oh, may that be our longing, both now and increasingly. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus.